Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna no, just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I think I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic new. Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I'm Brandon Reem. How is it going, Brandon? Well, Patrick, mm-hmm. let me just be the first to say, mm-hmm. checking in from the Church of Hell, yes, let me just say, it's going fantastic. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Just in this tiny little circle. Yeah, uh, fantastic. Uh, what's new, man? What have you been up to? It's a nice Sunday. Uh, getting pretty jazzed about football, doing all them fantasy drafts mm-hmm. as I... Uh, have this little bit of nerd knowledge that uh, expires in a couple weeks. Did you? Now we're in a draft together. We're in a league as w- uh-huh. together. Did you are. draft Patrick Mahomes one spot in front of me on purpose? Like, did you draft I mean, him dra- because you think he's a because you know he'll get you good points, or was that yeah. a hey Patrick's gonna take this motherfucker next? This is weird because I've always been an anti quarterback guy. Mm-hmm. You know. In the fantasy league, mm-hmm. I know this is already boring people out there. I'm but, interested. Uh, in ten team leagues this year, man, the wide receiving position is so deep. Yeah, that if I'm picking at the end of the draft and I can double up and get like uh, a Nick Chubb's, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, Austin Eckler, and PPR, mm-hmm. if I can get like a pair of those guys, I feel all right and confident in my ability to round out a receiving core with how deep it is by getting a quarterback higher than I normally do. Yeah, that's what I, I see. I did the same. I was all for getting him because I wanted to have my boy, but then you snagged him. So then I took a fellow named Lamar Jackson. Uh, yeah. And it was fun. I don't, I play for fun. You know, I don't read the magazines like you guys do. Uh, and so, but I think I feel like I got a good team. I also picked up there at the end, like one of my last picks, uh, Burroughs. Yeah. That jackass. So what if he has the season of the year? You know, he's a rookie. We don't know. I got that motherfucker on my bench, too. So that's exciting. Well, I mean, that is one of the arguments against drafting a Lamar Jackson or a Patrick Mahomes so high is people are looking at the fact that they were league winners in 2019 mm-hmm. and 2018 because of where they were drafted and how they produced. Yeah. Like they were like 10th, 9th round draft picks and then produced at record setting levels which uh kind of makes you think why would you take one of those guys cuz they're not you're not going to be able to get that uh value out of the pick True. If you go that high is one way of thinking of it so you get like a guy like a Kyler Murray yeah. who's ready to make that next step or, or like, Joe Burrow or like a Kyle Allen yeah i'm <laughs> sure uh you know you could draft i was like so uh friend of the show uh fan of the show real enough for getting hamburger and I were on a Zoom call during our draft. And uh, I was telling him, it was very fun, because I was telling him, you know you could draft Eli Manning in our draft? Right. You could draft yes. Andrew Ooh. Luck was there. Nice shirt. Is that the one the Kazis got you? Yeah, I'm wearing the Wayne's World shirt that the Kazis sent in. Most wore, excellent. Wore to the uh, coffee shop this morning. <laughs> I... Now, what you know what I think is interesting about fantasy football? Tell me. Is it's boring as shit. 
to listen about. Yeah. Right? Nobody wants to hear about other people's teams. Yeah. But everybody wants to talk about their teams. Yeah. Do you remember Jordan? So we just talked like. Do you remember Jordan Turler's joke about fantasy football? About how he he'll like he would look at his phone and just look at how good they're doing and feel so happy with himself. But he's like, imagine you looks the... back and forth and like nods to himself, yeah. like yeah. And he's like, but imagine if I was the real coach of the team doing that, just poking into their bedrooms, being like, yeah, yeah. I uh-huh. well, okay. So we got fantasy out of the way. Um, can I tell you three things I did this week that I would like to uh tell you, and you can discuss oh. on which one. Absolutely. One, I finished that first season of Cobra Kai. Fantastic. Nah, 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 Beautiful nah. show. You should watch it. You'll Don't. absolutely love it. It's like a show built Next for topic. You. Don't care. Come on. Watched Bill and Ted face the music. Yeah, it was fine, but it's it's whatever. It's secondhand news. Let's go. I absolutely loved it. Third, I bought Tony Hawk Pro Skater season uh, Skater 1 and 2, uh, the reboot, and I started playing it. It's very fun. Oh, well, none of those things involved what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I, I noticed that right the fucking which, right away. I noticed that you didn't give a shit about none of that. Yeah, like, uh, why are you not talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles set and the Ace Duck and the Stormtroopers oh, sure. that I, you just recently got? And you're posting all these awesome photos. You know how sweet those were? Yeah. Ninja Turtles in New be, York City it's just because hanging out? I now feel like they've been with me so long, I assumed I'd already talked about it. Yeah. Uh, so I, for, I I made a I made a swift purchase of the on on the internet from one of our uh, uh, listeners, uh, Brian Arginello's eBay toy store. Uh, Who, uh, by the way, uh, we just said though it was just his birthday. Well, happy birthday uh, to the Michigan correspondent. I, want to well, I don't think them. officially, but uh, since he did that episode for his birthday. Oh yeah, okay. Oh that, sure. A year okay. ago when we did Top Gun with him. Oh yeah, boy. Uh, you know, we did that fun, uh, maybe I shouldn't say this on the air, but you know, we did that fun, uh, uh, cameo for Kazi. Mm-hmm. I tried to find a way to do a cameo for them where I was going to try to get, uh, Anthony Edwards. Cameo? I was going to try to get yeah, Goose I- from Top Gun to say like, hey, what's up, Brian? <laughs> but I he's not on cameo. I wonder guy from Cameo is on cameo. I'd have bet it. And you can just, you can just pay 60 bucks and then he'll send a message to somebody going, Word up. What's the word up? Word up. Well, anyways, uh, uh. the turtle toys have been fantastic. Uh, I took photos of them around the neighborhood. I got Talk a about a shell of a purchase. I got a Donnie. I got a Mikey. I got a Raph. I got a Leo. And I got an Ace Duck. Uh, I'm going to get more. It's like I told you, I think I said on the show when I first ordered them, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to hold them and I'm going to feel them and I'm going to make a decision. Is this something I want to do more? And I think I'm gonna, cause I like the, I, I like them. I don't think I'm gonna go crazy. I'm not gonna be Toy Galaxy or anything. Uh, yeah. but I do like these. And then yesterday I took them to, we went to Prospect Park and I got some cool ones of, uh, got a cool picture of Raph and Mikey looking into the water at some turtles in the water. Got nice. a picture of Ace Duck looking at some ducks. That was really good. I, I can't wait until you get the picture of them with pizza. Oh God. That's a, uh, yeah, fantastic. It'll happen. I'm sure I'll have pizza the next couple of days. That'll be. That's they can a good be one. on the. They can be on the counter at the pizza place. Love it. They can be standing around the pizza. Do you remember? You that, know? Remember that one time we did uh, one of Bill and Cini's podcasts? Maybe it was even your podcast. And we went to that pizza place around the corner, and that kid just mm-hmm. had like a thousand WWF toys. Mm-hmm. That was great. That was fun. Um. Anyways, yeah. Bill and Ted was great. I, I will say, Cobra it inspired Kai's great. me. Tony Hawk's great. 
Yeah, what was inspiring to you? Well, I've looked on eBay. I can get a Optimus Prime, mm-hmm. uh, a remake, a mm-hmm. reissue. They have reissues of the original Optimus Prime yeah. for cheap, which is totally the way to go. I don't need... Like, it's exactly like the old one, except for yeah. it's not the old one. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. For, so for a shelf collector, it's perfect. Yeah. I, I can get a fucking Optimus Prime, a Snake Eyes, and a Castle Grayskull for a, under 100 bucks. Yeah. I just, right now, before, when I was waiting for you to join the Zoom link, I'm pricing out uh, uh, Soundwave uh, uh, Transformers. Because uh, I was first also another thing I did this week is I started watching. Remember I told you the saga of that Transformers cartoon that I think sucks because the voice acting is all bullshit. Yeah. So I instead decided to watch Transformers Prime, which is on Netflix, and it's fucking great. I'm two or three episodes. It's not in. on Prime. Hey, that's fun. Uh, and uh, so I I just started thinking of how I want a Soundwave toy so bad. I want to start getting the little guys that go in it, the little cassettes. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, what say we take a break, speaking of exciting, okay. and bring in our exciting guest. Awesome. Awesome. A lot of people are asking, what is Jonald? What is Jonald? What does Jonald mean? It's kind of a big question. And uh, to them I say... For me, Jonald is something that ripens in the springtime that I can pick off a tree and eat. It's very juicy, it's round, it's red. It's small but not too small, just the right size to take a bite out of, you know? Is it, is it, is it, not, is it not obvious? Sometimes when my clothes are dirty, I'll just throw them in the Jonald, and then they come out clean. I guess I, I just thought it was, it was, it was so obvious, it was, it was just easy to understand. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. When I don't want the outside world to see me, I just close the Jonald. What am I, what am I doing? I don't know. Sometimes if I want to look different, I'll wear a Donald. Nobody recognizes me in it. No, stop. 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 Don't stop touching me. Sometimes I turn on the Donald when it's dark. I don't need you consoling me. Look, what the f***? Just stop. Just don't touch me. Sometimes I get in my Donald and just... Donald. No, you know what? You know what? Your mom does the exact same thing. No! 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 When my hands are really dry, I'll just rub a little Donald on them. Mm. You know what? Look, I don't want it to end this way, but it's going. Sometimes I hear a Donald and I'm like, who Donalded? You know? Get out. Uh, it's just John and Donald mixed together. That's all it means. We're just a sketch group. We make funny videos um, sometimes. Um, and yeah, it doesn't mean any of the things that Rena's saying. I don't know why Travis is upset. I swear to God, I'm, um, I'm pretty much done with this crew. Ooh. And we're back. Ooh. Ooh. What a good commercial. It was a great commercial. I love those fucking commercials, man. Those, those things are fucking making us money. It's what uh, greases the wheel. That's right. Of, a, of capitalism. The uh, super soakers grease the wheels of the podcast. Uh, speaking of greasing the wheels of the podcast, we got a fantastic guest today. 
Hell yes, we do. Uh, now, listeners, you guys uh, may have seen her perform at the Hollywood Improv in Los Angeles, California. Uh, she's a co-creator of Jonald with, spoiler alert, friend of the show has been on before, Nicholas Pupo. And her new comedy album, Gimmick, is out soon everywhere you get comedy albums. Ladies and gentlemen, go crazy for our friend, Rena Hundert. Woo! Hey, thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for being on the show, Rena. Thanks for having me. Yeah? Well, now, yeah. now, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Montreal. Whoa. Valley, valley, vous, Francais. Oui, je parle Francais. There it is. But not that good. <laughs> Rest <laughs> in peace, <laughs> Expos. What? Thank you. Rain, now, didn't we just have... Wait, was Mike Carroza from Montreal? He's from Montreal. God damn, he was on two episodes ago. That fucking sucks. Mike Carroza. He's great. He's such a nice guy. I hope we have a lot of crossover. Did you know him growing up? Were you guys bullies in the same neighborhood? <laughs> I know him. No, I knew him from when I started doing comedy. Oh, okay. It'd be like fun. Around. Next door neighbors, you know, you have a real Taylor I'm Swift. Sure, I, I mean, I'm sure the degrees of separation are small. The, the English community in Montreal is like a small, it's like a small town in a big city. Sure. Now, as yeah. though you you did a little bit, you were you growing up fluent French? No. no. I was, I'm part of like the Anglophone minority. Cool. <laughs> That's but I had to take a lot of French in school. But I also uh, went to Jewish day school. So I was learning like French and Hebrew and kind of s- sequestered. But then I switched out my last year to a public fine arts school. Mm-hmm. So that was like I like broke out of the. What a the what a nice thing. what a pedigree. What a life story to grow up with. Yeah. Right. It's it's a very interesting city. Yeah. I mean, I've never I love it. it. Have you been to Montreal, Reem? I haven't been out of uh, the U.S. Really? The United States. Uh Uh-uh. The United States of America. Now, you don't live in Montreal no more, though. No, I live in Los Angeles. I have dual citizenship, so I can technically live anywhere anywhere on the continent except for Mexico. Sure. I could probably sneak into Mexico. Yeah. Why not? It seems fun. (laughs) Right? Go to Tijuana and have an afternoon. There's a a Disneyland there. Really? You know that? There's There's a Disneyland in Mexico. Where? I didn't. I had no idea. Me neither. Anyway, I just discovered that the other day on the internet. What were you googling? Does you Canada get have out, one? Aren't I saw no. Canada does not. Canada What's... has some Six Flags and stuff, but people just go down to Florida or wherever. Um, yeah, yeah. Or there was a place. Well, it used to be called La Ronde outside of Montreal, but yeah. I think it's owned by Six Flags now. So Six Flags owns everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the Starbucks of yeah. roller coaster. Places. They just bought up yeah. everywhere. If you're failing, we'll put a Six Flags in there, yeah. bring in some Bugs yeah. Bunnies, and people will start showing up. I think it'd be funny if they made them all still call themselves the full Six Flags over Texas, you know? So, like, if you're yeah. you're driving through, like, uh, Quebec and you see one, it's still called Six Flags over Texas. <laughs> and everybody's like, what the <laughs> fuck? A lot of business. Uh, I feel, yeah, I feel like most people don't realize it's a Texas thing. Yeah, right? Uh, well, you well, they do like we, flags in those red states. They do, you know? yeah. Those flags. Fucking, yeah, yeah, do yeah. You like, just... Are are you glad that you live in America during this time period? Does it seem fun? It's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> you have. You said you have dual citizenship. Did you like have to file for it, or is like your parents connected? No, to I had, my mom's American, so I've had two passports since I was born. Oh, that's pretty um, cool. Yeah, yeah. My grandfather fought in the American army. In World War Two, goddamn right he did. That's right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's right. He was a daylight bomber over Germany. Whoa, that's my favorite Beatles yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that works. 
back in the USSR. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. I was thinking of See, daylight. I'm, I'm just a nighttime day. bomber in New York, or at least I was. Yeah, right? And all those comedy. open mics. Yeah. <laughs> I, wait, so your grandpa was at, in World War II? Yeah, he's a he's an American Army veteran. Is he still um, around? No, he passed away a few years ago. Okay. Um, yeah, he was a really cool guy. He actually went back to university in like his sixties and finally got his degree. Oh fuck yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and he was substitute teaching at a high school. They named a street after him. No shit. Oh cool. Hundred Street. Yeah. yeah, it's in it's in Worcester, <laughs> Massachusetts. I mean, really. I I was just yeah. in Worcester, uh, fucking back before the world ended. That's exciting. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. the street that leads up to the middle school where he was uh, substitute teaching. Wow. After. That's yeah. fun. I think Worcester reminds me a lot of Pittsburgh, if anybody's ever been to Pittsburgh. They have very similar vibes. Oh, really? Yeah, My mom know. grew up in Worcester, but but she grew up in, like, the, you know, early 60s, so totally different place. Yeah, and it's all, it's like a college town, too, so it's probably super hippie, too. Probably, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like college town, but also factories. It's like that Massachusetts hippie where like everybody's like super liberal, but still probably gonna call you like some sort of a slur, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's great. Okay, so you got brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have uh, one brother, one sister. Okay, older, younger. Um, How's it work? I'm the youngest. You're the I'm youngest. the baby. Sure. Same here. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Of course, yeah. Reem's got uh, siblings all over the map, so who knows? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. How many yeah. do you have? Oh, uh, well, two and then <laughs> He's like, like uh, I got two and then three step siblings. Yeah. Okay. That I, and I claim you, them all yeah. because they've been around long enough. Yeah. That thing <laughs> okay. where they, they came in early enough. It's yeah. always funny when somebody is like, oh, this is my brother. I met him two years ago. He's 38. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> it's always weird when like parents remarry in their 70s and shit. Yeah. Don't yeah. you think? Uh, yes. So you got these brothers and sisters. Uh, were you guys close growing up, or were they mean to you since you were the youngest? No, we we got along very well, actually. Good. It's one of those rare family stories. That's yeah. good. I mean, there was fighting, you know, normal sibling rivalry stuff. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of cool shit? Really well. What kind of cool shit were your uh, siblings into that you got into? Yeah. Um, well, my brother had like the typical older brother playlist, okay. you know. So obviously, so like Pink Floyd and oh, like yeah. Zeppelin and all that. Oh yeah, that's what older my brother older brother music. got me into. Yeah. No, totally. it's like it's like a category of music. I feel like totally, older totally. Music, you mm-hmm. know? So he got me into that stuff, and then my sister was into like Broadway and musicals, and that that got me into like musical theater and all that shit. Cool. So they both had like a pretty strong influence. But, so because you know, of it got me love... into. Oh, you know what got me into musical theater. Huh. Uh, is my strong tenor. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the, like, fucking box office or something like that. No. Uh, Come on. Right? You know what got me in the door. Uh, did you do musical theater then? Because you're a bit of a singer, I w- I've learned off of your website that I read. We're a singing d- yes. podcast. We are. So if you would like to hum a few bars or something <laughs> or really give us your all... Go uh, ahead. You don't have to. My America's Got Talent audition. Uh, no, I do have you, a music what? album that's out, but oh, you really? Know, what's that's your cool. music? Like, it's on Bandcamp. Yeah. I you know when you Google you, when you yeah. Google your name, it says musical artist. Yeah, I know. I don't that's know why. Cool. I, I don't know. Go with more. it. If you Google I put out a music album, so yeah. it just thinks. Yeah. What's your music? I'm interested in why. What is your musical album? I haven't listened to it. I just found out about it just a minute ago. Uh, oh yeah. What is it? Well, um, it's are you an indie rock singer? Is it singer songwriter or is it a is it <laughs> doom metal? Singer songwriter, 
Yeah, is it's kind of de- <laughs> it's like depressing singer songwriter. Is it well, hell, that's, that's all we can write comedy? these days. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, my music is sad. That's why I try not to share it too much because sure. I, I don't want to bring everybody out. Down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Was yeah, it- there's a song about America on it that's pretty sad. Yeah, and, uh, sadly relevant. <laughs> is it all about how we've really came apart and we need to get back to what made us great once? Uh, no. Wouldn't it be funny if that's how we found out you're a huge <laughs> Trump? Make America great again. Uh, no. Well, that's sick. Now, was the music... So if you were talking about how your sister got you into musical theater and stuff like that, is that... Was was music something you were chasing as well as comedy? Or did the two kind of happen separately? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, comedy like, came much later. Why, yeah. How did you all of a sudden put yeah. out a... Yeah. How did you put out a music album? Well, music, I mean, I've been playing piano since I was in, like, the second grade. So oh, that I've been shit. doing my whole life. And then Must I have been a like, long some, song. <laughs> it was a very long song. It's, you know, it lasted about eight years, and then my maturing stopped. And I've sure. been a child ever since. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so I was playing that. And then I sang in, like, some pretty prestigious choirs. <laughs> I was, like, a music Ooh, nerd growing that's up, cool. pretty much. That's yeah. awesome. What, when and you then, sing in a prestigious choir, do you get to travel a lot to do that then? We did. We went, yeah. I mean, I was only in it for like two or three years. I can't remember. It was during, I had to quit because theater school got to, whatever. My life is so yeah. Um, it sounds like but, you're making, like remembering it as you go. You're like, yeah, oh, I yeah, am, I had to yeah. quit because I was in theater school. Nah, I don't know. It's nothing. The theater school was a lot of work. <laughs> no, but... um. Yeah, we went to Wales and can, we like toured Wales and, and played in London and stuff. Oh wow, That's very cool. Yeah, there's like a huge music festival. I guess probably not happening this year. That ah. happens every year in Wales. It's like <clears throat> it's international, so people come from all over the world and compete, and it's really cool. cool. That's very cool. Yeah. What was that called? Does it have a fancy name? Uh, it's called the Eisteddfod, which means festival in Welsh, Whoa. and it's in Llangollen. Isn't that what that fucking movie? <laughs> That Will Ferrell movie that came out earlier is all about. <laughs> I don't know. I think, Does he I think so. What happened? No, I don't know. You don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's exciting. I didn't know. See, this is fun. I like podcasting because sometimes we have these fuckers on like we, you know, we have like a goddamn, uh, I don't know, getting ham right on some asshole that we've known for years. <laughs> but with this, I didn't know any of this stuff. I'm learning about whales because you're our guest today. That's fantastic. Right. I like well, our choir yeah. conductor was Welsh, so he was he was into. Oh, it. so it was all a fix. He was just trying to go back and <laughs> he wanted and get to get a, a trip home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Okay, what was your okay? So for were you ever doing? That was like choir stuff. Where did you do musicals and stuff like that in school? Did you do or like I did professional a or you know whatever you call it? Well, there's a Yiddish. <laughs> My life is so weird. Yeah. You're making me realize how weird my life is. But there's a Yiddish theater group in Montreal that's pretty well funded. Yeah. <laughs> and so I did. There was a musical there that got some accolades where I played a, a prostitute. And it's, it was all it was all in Yiddish. And I had was it when you were in like high? Were you like 14, like a freshman in high school? I was, is it one of I those was kind like, of things? I was like 19. I couldn't okay, have been older okay. than 19. Maybe 18. I thought it would be funny if it's like a high school musical, but there's <laughs> right. like... This is the prostitute. This is the detective who killed his wife. Right, right. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so what I did that. But you got I, awards. I mean, well, we got no, but it was like it got like it, it's a pretty well-known, well-funded group at like a major kind of English theater in Montreal. So it was like sure. I, I guess it was kind of a big deal then. I'm just trying to think what yeah. musicals. 
I've been in. That's like the main one from then. But I was always yeah. into musical theater. I got into a school, like I, I got into AMDA, but I just decided not to go because there okay. was so much money. And yeah. so I just went to theater school in Montreal because sure. it was $90 a semester, you know. Wow. Yeah. What a wonderful place up north. That's <laughs> good. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Okay, so when you were, let's go back real quick, but we'll go back to when you were younger, when you were a little kid. Uh, okay. What were you into then? Like, what was your, um, we always like to ask, Saturday morning, you're 11 years old, what do you want to do? What shit do you want to get up into? Ooh, 11. Or like 10. <laughs> I mean, I was I was really, I was a music nerd. I was into composers. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. I oh, yeah. Who were your guys? Turn on the... I mean all the all the basic famous ones that you've heard of, but like uh-huh. Wolfgang, you know, like, <laughs> Wolfie, yeah. It's yeah. called a pack, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, right. It's not a oh, Wolfgang. Oh, hey, that's funny. <laughs> I played a lot of mu- a piano. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I draw. I used to draw. I took like charcoal portrait classes. I was just like an oh. art nerd. I don't know. Sure, but did you I was ever, into like, serious things? Ever? I wasn't into comedy at all. I thought comedy yeah. was for stupid people, and I just <laughs> oh. liked like tragedy and sadness and darkness, I, like old school cool. comedy. I yeah, I my favorite book about... in high school was The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> I wonder about like so like uh, someone like a you who it seems like and and I'm just uh, armchair in it here, but it seems like you yeah. grew up more serious with that kind of stuff. Like as a child, you were a little more serious. Yes. And then now you're like a goofball comedian, you know, I, 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 whatever, I live in L.A. And I always wonder yeah. about that, if that's part of the path, you know what I mean? Because, like, you didn't have a, it doesn't sound like you had too broken of a home, you know? So instead it was just your It was an interesting home. <laughs> yeah. Sure, I'm sure you got trauma somewhere down the line. I think I just, well, what, what opened the door for me was doing improv, because I'd always uh-huh. done a lot of improvised yeah. music on the piano and stuff. And then I started getting into improv comedy. I, like, on a whim, auditioned for a short-form troupe um, in Montreal that was happening at the time. And actually, we would open for the comedians. The comedians all hated us. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wants, yeah. Who totally. wants to follow short-form improv? Yeah, like, right? fucking kill me. But then I started performing, like, five, six nights a week at a comedy club. So I started mm-hmm. seeing... I'd always been into theater, but I, but I was kind of sick of theater people, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is a live entertainment thing that like normal people go to see sure. you know and see. you get and all cool. the you get all the praise that's what i like about comedy especially stand-up yeah well it's like go ahead reem oh uh it's funny because in my opinion the reason why uh stand-ups uh have such disdain for improv people is because mm. they uh all seem to be happy and have a group of friends with them when yeah. they're at the thing <laughs> you know yeah they're all having a good time, even when they're off stage. You know, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Not, that's not fun. And they're yeah, they're joking around. They're pretty good-natured people, improv. and then the comedians are all over there by themselves, stressing out about their time, and yeah, you know, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. yeah, I like that. I uh, okay, so you're doing that in Montreal. How old yeah. were you? Okay, okay. So how old were you when you started being getting into this like silly route? I feel like. The improv stuff? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I misjudging you? I consider you a silly person. Yeah. From your social media, from the, you know, the long conversation we had in L.A. where we met two years ago or whatever and we hung out at yeah. a coffee shop. I mm-hmm. consider you a very silly ser- uh, silly person. I'm very serious. But it silly. seems like <laughs> choir, piani, you were very... Charcoal. Uh, 
Yiddish theater. That all feels I very serious. Y- yeah, there was a shift. Yeah. There was a shift. Now, what happened? Did you bonk your head on something? I don't, I mean, I, I'm trying to think, like, I think it was just a choice where I was like, because I knew I wanted to be, yeah. I mean, it's so pretentious, but I knew I wanted to be an artist. I want to make things, put yeah. them out into the world. And I spent yeah. a lot of time thinking about what that means. And then I was just like, oh, well, what do I want to p- spread around in the world? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to s- make everyone sad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I so. just decided. And I think it also, like, I, I was realizing what made me depressed and what I needed to avoid as well. Like, sure. I kind of stopped listening to Radiohead. and <laughs> Like, yeah. I made yeah. a lot of changes at a certain point in my life where I was like, I need to function, you know? Yeah. Like, it almost yeah. sounds like also once you got in, uh, it almost sounds like once you got into improv, uh, you started to say yes to a lot more things in life. Yes. yes and. and. Well, it was all you know? short form, but yeah, yeah, it was fun. Short, I mean, short form is the best is, form. Yeah. It's, 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 de- I, it's definitely where I recommend people yeah. start. Whenever people are like, should I take UCB or should I take Groundlings? I'm like, go to comedy sports and yeah. take their classes. I don't oh, know shit You'll get better basics. Like, forget it. Is yeah. short firm? Is that games? Is that where? Yeah, it's, like, it's the best. It's, it's fun. like whose line is it anyway? Oh, it's okay, predetermined okay. games as opposed to discovering it in the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As That's both uh, performing and watching improv, I would much rather watch short form over long form any day. <laughs> well, yeah. good long form. Good long form is amazing. Sure. Good, good long form is actually why <laughs> fucking why I moved um, to LA, which is kind of. I funny. won't yeah. argue with you there. I just know I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> normal, I don't. Yeah. I'm not a. I'm normally, not I just see. People. Yeah, normally I've oh, just yeah. seen the wrong people doing long yeah. form. Yeah, we'll that. call it yeah. wrong form improv. Wrong form improv. Wrong form. Uh, hey, you gotta come see me now. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. I you, bet. Now see, that's the thing. I have no improv background, but I feel the same way. Where, but I'm smart. Well, like I feel like I'm. I, very, I'm smart enough to understand that Patrick, there is like I have an improv well, back form. It's uh, it's a brick wall or a background. Okay. Improv right, background. Thanks, buddy. Improv yeah, background. Yeah, you said back wall. Same as a stand-up Damn background. It. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Rena has a Northern Lights background. I'm, I'm Lights. sorry. I totally derailed you with my joke with the wrong words. Uh, yes, I can also and... change this. Ooh. <laughs> now you're on the you beat. Like I think we just changed the entire mood of the conversation Yeah, now. 100%. <laughs> I don't feel fucking so goddamn depressed looking at the sky anymore. Someone get her okay, a Corona. Good. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> not the virus, not the virus. No, there's a no. there's a store in my neighborhood, a little shop. It's like mm-hmm. a it's like a beautician or a whatever you want to call it, like in a salon, and mm-hmm. they're selling T-shirts in the window that say it's like a it's like a generic clip art sun with a beach scene, and then it just says Corona beer versus coronavirus. And that's it. And they're just selling them like crazy. They're, that's so weird. It's not like it's a funny store, so you can't yeah. be mad at it. But it's like somebody was like, oh, we should print some shirts that say Corona beer versus coronavirus. And they did. And people buy them. The fact that there's a little yeah, tiny industry. The term clip art. Ooh, right. <laughs> wait. Clip art's important. I talk about it a lot. It's no, I mean, I've heard it. Big... I just I haven't heard it in a long time. It's, yeah, it's one of my big art. passions. I'm trying to bring it back. Uh, it's a classic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're growing up in Montreal. You know, you're learning all the languages and playing the music. Did you, you said, you mentioned Radiohead. Were you liking any pop music at the time? Were you big, uh, was there any bands, you know, of the era you grew up that yeah, you yeah. were into? Posters on the wall? Uh, yeah. There, 
There were a lot. I mean, oh, well, it depends what time. I mean, in ninth grade and 10th grade or ninth grade, I'd say. Yeah, like those are the band nails, years. I was all about that shit. Nine Inch Nails, really? You big yeah, print? And then, and then Radiohead for sure, like Kid A and Grade 11, I was yeah. really like into. Yeah, and I kind of had to change all that. Then I, then, you know, in the early 2000s, got into all that like indie pop stuff, you know, like all the stuff everyone was into like Sufjan Stevens sure. or Arc- I mean Arcade Fire's from Montreal but yeah. is of <laughs> Montreal from that, Montreal like, indie millennial postal <laughs> service no yeah. Montreal's not from Montreal where are actually. they from they're from like know? somewhere else damn that pisses <laughs> me off they're American that makes me mad as hell yeah. Uh, or like what else the dirty projectors architecture in Helsinki you know I was like yeah. it's all that like indie shit that feels mm-hmm. very much Reem are you ready to guess what year Rena graduated high school this is a thing we do on the show uh, oh man sucks. you know we don't have to if you don't want us to sometimes people are like no 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 do not put my age on the internet and we're like well yeah, we're I'm just not into it yeah. uh <laughs> The oh, I think you're probably around the same age. Mentioning architects in Helsinki makes me feel like you're around the same age as I am. Uh, probably. There was so much music I downloaded illegally in 2007 that I just... All sad bastard, dark stuff, stars. Remember the band Stars? Yeah, Stars. Totally. It's a little over a my song. head. They're also, I think... I Probably think Canadian. they're also from Montreal. Oh, 100% stars. sure they are. They're sad yeah. as shit. I feel like maybe that's your guys' uh, Big gross domestic. I thought they were. Uh, well, it is gray most yeah. of the year. Yeah, <laughs> it's I gray and th- cold. Yeah, I thought they were a nice source of light in uh, never-ending sea of darkness. The stars. Yeah, uh, they had a song I remember that was like, uh, it was about a personals ad, and it was like, "Hey, I'm looking if for you this." If you like pina and coladas. It was like it was the same vibe as that, but it was very sad, and it was like a woman. Well, that's not the vibe at all. Singer. And they were like, uh, hey, let's go on this date. And she's like, okay, but I'm not pretty. And he's like, don't worry, it'll be great. And then at the end, they apparently meet up, but he doesn't say hello to her because she's not pretty. And then it just ends with her being like, oh, no. (laughs) And it's just like a depressing, (laughs) super sad song. Uh, And I listened to it a lot in 2007 for whatever reason. You know what else I thought about a lot about our generation is that, like, there's such a disconnect between the mainstream and what everybody was actually listening to. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Isn't that so weird? Like, our culture didn't reflect what was actually happening at all. It's so weird. Yeah. It's also very weird. I just think it's a weird experience. It's, it's, well, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like cultural gaslighting. Like It is funny you yes. just have simultaneously like emo music is happening and sad like Saddle Creek acoustic stuff is happening while yeah. all the pop music is like, let's get retarded in here. Let's get- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. LFMAO yeah, and yeah, shit like yeah. that. Yeah. You know? Totally. That's so <laughs> weird. We, we uh, I always wonder, and I was fucking guilty of it, but I always wonder, how did that whole uh, Lumineers, banjo, folk music thing take over, you know? Like, I how did that corporate, sneak in? Because it was... Corporate yeah. rock, like, figured out that that's what we wanted to hear, so they just started putting it in soap commercials or whatever, and, like, yeah. creating oh, sure. corporate bands. I, that, that's awesome. Yeah. That is yeah. absolutely like uh, one of the things. Yeah, is uh, by the the record companies fell apart because patrick downloaded 120 albums in 2007 (laughs) so they had no way to make money so these bands like the black keys had to sell Mm -hmm. 
all of their musical rights to Levi's and fucking barbecue sauce. Yeah, like it's iPod commercials yeah. and shit. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like Apple. It's really, like it was like a deliberate really, this, terrorist act on the part of the iPod. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. Right? Do you ever have this like situation just, where you... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. It's just a delay. Go ahead. Yeah, I know. The internet and podcasting in 2020 what? is a real goddamn uh, end of the world. I... Uh, I always think it's weird because I listen to Spotify a lot, and I'll find it weird when all of a sudden, like, Spotify will, like, you know, they suggest songs to you. Yeah. And every yeah. once in a while, they'll suggest a song, and I'll be like, oh, I know this song. And then you, you I don't. But it's like, oh, yeah, this was in a fucking iPod commercial 15 years ago. <laughs> so, like, right. I know this four, like, I know this, like, 20-second part of this song perfectly, you know? It's so upsetting. The, co- the yeah. commercials co-opting culture. <laughs> wow. Listen yeah. to that alliteration. It's really, it <laughs> it's the worst fucking thing. They've done it with language, too. Like, there's mm-hmm. certain words. I Like, even, okay, I know it's not such a big deal because it's a cool book and stuff, but, like, the word twilight, you can't actually even use it poetically anymore. <laughs> like, it yeah. means something yeah. else. It sucks. And that's why, that's why I'm glad you changed your Zoom background, honestly, because that Northern Lights twilight thing that was happening was too much. <laughs> Yeah. I, a, another thing I hate about advertising is this year, if I have to hear one more ad say, in these trying times. Oh, you yeah. Know, yes. yeah. I wrote a song about that. Did yeah. you really put it out there? Where's it at? Give I us some bars. I put it out. It should be on everything. I put it on DistroKid. I wrote it like the well, beginning sure. of the... It's called Thank God for the Brands. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I love it. That's fantastic. they're all we'll like drop, there for you. It is, Do we have, can we it drop is, that in this episode? I can, yeah. I can, I can send you that link. Sure. It is, uh, it is funny, sure. though, uh, when you can use the brands as, like, a barometer of uh, cultural change, though. Like, yeah. I was having this conversation this week about how, you know, it can feel like everything sucks, but also, like, I know it's cheap, but just that it shows that so many, like, brands are deciding that, uh, like, stuff like Black Lives Matter is, is, like, financially the decision to make yeah. just yeah. goes to show you how like wrong the vocal minority and you know, of all these idiots is and it's just like you, yeah you know, when anything get one stuff once these like ideologies get monetized yeah. it's so scary yeah right well the flip side of that is that there's there's like that we sort of have a little bit of power over what kind of message they're gonna send yeah it's kind of cool yeah, you're right. That is if very... they see that the consumers really are going in a certain way. Exactly. Us. That's just unlike yeah. the government. <laughs> those fuckers. <laughs> uh, I do think it's funny when you saw the commercials in terms of the trying times shit and stuff like that. Because I don't know what it's like in L.A. Arena, but we were in New York. We were in the middle of a pandemic, and uh, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the uh, I loved. I don't love. I think it was horrible. But Applebee's, like in fucking. April or like early May started running those welcome back commercials where they'd play the theme song to welcome back Cotter and it's Great. like welcome back we've been waiting. Great it's like, theme people song. People are by dying. The way. Well, like, well, what's funny is that then they stopped running that commercial after such outrage and like for a couple <laughs> weeks I never saw that commercial, but then they brought it back and now they're just playing it with the Cheers theme song. <laughs> so now it's just like you know where everybody knows you and I think they're just kind of being like. What? This isn't as horrific, right? Now it's uh-huh. it's it's August now, right? Well, they're probably just like we have this footage. We can't shoot yeah. anything new. <laughs> Let's yeah. just buy the yeah. rights to another song There's, that everybody likes. That's definitely happening. There's like a beer ad that had like Seth Rogen and or just like a couple celebrities. No, no, no. 
Jonah Hill and Shaq? Oh, man, that's not the one I'm thinking of. There's one I with don't... Keenan. Oh, no, it's Aubrey Keenan Plaza. Aubrey... Yeah. Yes. It's Keenan, it's Keenan and Aubrey Plaza. There it is. And, like, you can tell they shot part of the commercial where they're at a party. Yeah. But they can't use it because that doesn't make sense. So it's like, <laughs> hey, Aubrey, I had this dream last night. They're, like, on a Zoom call. They're like, I yeah. had this dream last night. And then it shows the party scene. <laughs> yeah, they totally had to just rewrite. Yeah. Can't waste yeah. all that film. You no, know? right? Keenan, Keenan costs. You think Keenan has other, time to... There's other weird ones, too, where it's like clearly people who aren't doing dialogue at all in the commercial, and then there's voiceover, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this was just shot in New Zealand. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Have you... And, have you... Now, going through this stuff, uh, we, we'll, uh, I, I'm interested in your experience with the pandemic. Uh, have you been... What is your experience been? I guess what I'm asking you. When how uh, have you left your apartment since March? You work. Are you? Yeah. Are I, you leaving? I'm are you unemployed. Going places? Oh, yeah. Bartender. I, um, Congratulations. I started. I started staying home be- before it was cool. You know, like a typical hipster. Yeah. And uh-huh. uh, <laughs> sure. October I, my 2015 is basically just that. Like once a week, I'll freak out and think I need to make a new plan for my life. And okay. then 12 yeah. hours later, I'll be like, oh, no, that I was just panicking. But, like, every yeah. week there's kind of a new plan, you know? Yeah. And often it depends what TV show I'm watching. <laughs> 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 like, I was watching Better Call Saul, and I was like, should I take the LSATs? No, I'm just watching <laughs> Better Call Saul. Like, I don't That's want funny. to actually be a lawyer. <laughs> like, yeah. I did that last yeah. night with Star Trek. I was like, should I go to space? Is that <laughs> Yeah. It just it makes it look appealing, like whatever yeah. they're doing. So, I mean, usually I just wait on that. Like when I'm like, I should run away and live in a trailer in <laughs> Alabama. It'll cost so little money. I'll still yeah. have my unemployment. I just wait 12 hours. I and get then that. usually the impetus fades. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been like watching, I've been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers recently, and I keep like, ah, should I write a song about farts? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I and I was like this before too. Uh, prior to the pandemic, my just my creativity and my whatever you want to call it ADD is in a certain way where I'm like, "Ooh, I should write this book. I should write this TV yeah. show. I here's an idea for a cartoon." Yeah. But the thing was is before I had stand up constantly breaking up these fucking ridiculous ideas. Right now I don't have that, so yeah. I feel so bad for my wife because I'm just constantly like, "Okay, so I'm gonna write a comic book based on this thing I used to play on the <laughs> playground when I was in fucking third grade." <laughs> I do. Well, like, I do math. Okay, I was watching Parks and Rec, and and you know the part where um, what's his name is like depressed and staying home. Have you guys watched? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. yeah. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I you know watched he, it this where morning. Where he makes the claymation video of himself, and uh-huh. he's just like doing nothing. I was like, this is all of us now. Is yeah. it? Whatever it, it, random thing that pops into my head, I just go with it. <laughs> you know? Doesn't he show it? And it's only like four he shows seconds it and it's of like standing. Yeah, in place where he, like, that's when he eventually invents that board game right the, with yes. the weird name that uh yeah his accounting firm gets really into after he leaves it there uh. i do really i do definitely feel that i feel insane i don't know i, Dude, I feel like now I, i've gone through yeah i always yeah? do math in my head about this type of stuff and this is a, one of the ones that like doing percentages over time and then freaking out because of it like uh for instance in a couple weeks i will have lived in new york for uh, five years, and uh, also in a couple of weeks, it will have been six months since I've last done stand-up. So oh, yeah. the math so is up. of my entirety, entire time in New York City, 10 of it, 
or 10% of my entire time in New York City has been completely idle. God yeah. damn. And then, see? What? Numbers. Ugh, they suck. Yeah. They don't care about your feelings. There has been like a couple cool things that's come out of this for me in terms of being Let stuck us know. at home. Okay, so the first thing is that I've been applying more for like writing stuff. Um, and then this cool thing happened where cool. like, I yeah. applied to I applied to write for Reductress, right? And they they wrote back they rejected nice. me, but but they forgot to BCC, so they CC'd everyone. So I oh. had all the other rejects email addresses. So you teamed so, up, and now you're starting Doctor Reductress. Yes, now we're starting one. a new thing. That's yes, awesome. I emailed them <laughs> That's all. That's really cool. I was like, let's let's just fucking start our own fucking. thing. They just gave Hold you on, a rolodex of a bunch of cool, talented people. That's awesome. That's Wait. the thing. It's fucking cool, dude. We're is that well really played. what you're doing, or are you joking? No, we're really doing that. That's yeah. so. F- that's fucking awesome. I fucking love that. I thought you were doing a bit. <laughs> this never would have happened. I yeah. never w- would have even applied to Reductress if I wasn't yeah. trapped at home because I don't that's like awesome. to sit. You know, that's that's what oh, I've been uh, doing. Like you can see, read this right here. All these post-its on my window was my SNL packet from like whatever that was April. Yeah, and oh, I, I did that too. I haven't taken them down because I feel like. You were a real boy back in April, man. Yeah. Remember the world? 30,000 people died, but you were writing sketches? I've cooked a ton oh. of new dishes I never have done. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? oh, that's like, good, yeah. I've, yeah, I've been making bread. I got oh, bread starter. nice. We're done with yeah. bread. Bread's over. Fuck, sorry. That's early never, quarantine I'm stuff. not over the bread. I'm still making the bread. Uh, I just kept the yeah. starter, you know? It's kind of gross, yeah. though. And then I when, started also writing, like, um, I've been writing... I took this workshop with Mark Duplass where he just like Ooh. talked about oh, what he awesome. was doing. And he was like, you know, he said he was just writing a book one page a day and just letting it be really shitty. So yeah. I decided to also do that. So I'm writing a book yeah. no one's ever going to read for <laughs> no What's reason. What's it about? I can do it's the shitty writing up. part. The, it's I feel kind like... of becoming about a girl who like wants to. <laughs> she's First it was about just become, like me if I was doing tons alphabet. of drugs during the pandemic. But now she knows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she like wants to get to the president because she thinks she can like change like the destiny of the country or whatever. <laughs> it's pretty intense. But she also uh, is yeah. a little I, crazy. She's in a mental institute now. She finally ended up in a mental institute. So I don't sure. know what's going to happen next. I I'll think, find out tonight. I think this book. <laughs> I think this sounds fantastic. I fully support your art. But mm. I also think you potentially have an interesting book in you, much like our friend uh, Joel Wachowski, when he was on our show, we suggested. I think you got a pretty fucked up, weird, interesting story of your little life. You're growing up in Montreal. That that could potentially, you know, you map it out. You look for some beats. I don't know. Maybe you met a boy at some point or a girl. Who knows? And then you got a conflict. And then, uh, you know, then all of a sudden it ends on page 198 or whatever. It's like improv class. And then you walk that direction. Just get a transcript of the podcast and publish it. Boom. Good to go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Well, I'll probably hold off on an autobiography for a while. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why they call them autobiographies if you have to write them yourself. Thank you. Or like a manual uh, biography. Right. When was the last time you did actual like stand-up comedy? Not on Zoom. Not on Zoom? God, it's so depressing because every day my Facebook memories are like, here's oh the my. 12 shows you did Ugh. for the last yeah. 10 years. Like, it's insane. It's so it's, upsetting. <laughs> one, one year ago yeah. on Facebook memories feels like 30 years ago. It's like, here's your life just, passing I'm by. I'm so jealous of my past. I'm like jealous of the me from then. Yeah, yeah. Look at all the cool shit you were doing, you know? Yeah. It's been, I mean, it's been since right before, maybe like March 16th or something. Yeah. You know? And on top of that, I did. 
on top of that, you have to see all the cool people you used to hang out with, like, daily. Yeah. Even, like, the secondary cool people that you liked that you yeah. didn't hang out with all the time, but just having them around was cool. And then... Yeah. Uh, and half just those people the people just are living with their parents now. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And then, then yeah. you're jealous of that, too, because they're living in, yeah. they're living in fucking Maine at, like, yeah. some lake... And shit, and I have to ride the subway with 30 people to go work construction five days a week. Yeah. Anyways. It's been such a fucking... Are you... Do you have roommates or anything, or are you quarantining no, by yourself? No, I thank God. This is, like, yeah. also crazy, because I was living in a house with two roommates, and then they kind of... It was actually pretty fucked up, because they're both, like, left wing. I was living in mm-hmm. a couple, and they teamed up on me. They're like, we want to buy the house. We need to leave. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, like right before the pandemic and I was Whoa. like oh my god like it was horrible but then I found this crazy deal to sublet my own place right down the street so and it happened right before the pandemic and That's I was awesome. like thank fucking god thank fucking god that happened yeah. even though it felt like the worst thing in the world at the I can't time, imagine yeah. yeah yeah like Reem Reem you're, you have your girlfriend but then also you guys have roommates too yeah. there yeah yeah but and I- just and yeah, I think Luckily, it works pretty cool. good. Yeah, and also their significant others are cool. So yeah. of our tiny yeah. circle, at least, and we got a backyard. So you know, yeah. when we've hung out, it's cool because we don't have anybody to hang out with. If yeah. it's cool people, it's great. But the yeah. people I was living with, the, the, she was kind of a bully. So it's like, sure. God, it would have been a nightmare. That's so lucky. Yeah. Oh my Thank god. Thank God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I do. I want to talk a little more about your music. Uh, because that I had no idea. I think it's very interesting about. So were okay. you, your album you put out, did you ever, were you ever playing live shows and touring and stuff with that? I did a live show. You know, I wasn't, the the music thing, it's like I love it so much, but I wasn't trying to pursue it as a career. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I wasn't like pushing, but I did start, I was like, how do I make music in my comedy? I was like trying to figure it out. And finally I settled on these like, improvised songs you know okay like not a lot of people can do that i guess so i would just like i was like that's impressive like i'm always looking for you know like that one thing where they're like that's a cool i mean that's yeah, why i the call tra- the album gimmick you know like <laughs> yeah yeah but but um well, yeah so wait what was the question how did the album happen wait i lost track of uh yeah i was asking you how your music album happened like how did you like so okay. if you weren't playing because sh- i was in so i was in bands and yeah. so I was in bands. We played a bunch of shows. We wrote a bunch of songs. Then we went and tried to, we recorded an album. But that was in 2001, 2000. So, right. like, in your situation, if you weren't playing shows all the time, were you just literally like, I'm going to re- write some songs, record them, and then put it I out? I did, yeah. I mean, I wasn't a band back in the day, but that was, like, in Montreal a long time ago. But, um, yeah. yeah, I just, I made a goal one year because I was like, oh, it's been a while since I've been writing songs, since I haven't been writing songs, or however you would say that sentence. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to make a goal to, like, write a song a week and just record it, you know. And then um, after I had, like, 10 or 12 songs or whatever, I was like, okay, now I can just re-record these and, like, have my friend help me master it and just, like, put it out. Because I always loved playing on my yeah. own, like alone, you know, on my keyboard at home. And and just, I I don't know, writing songs, it's like, I don't know, some people have diaries and I just like play music, you know, like it's just like, yeah, a, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like a personal therapeutic thing. I don't know. Um, so I just like did it, just, just did it to do it. And then I did do one show that was pretty fucking cool, actually. 
Uh, I put it on YouTube. <laughs> I because mm-hmm. it was just nice. they just messaged me on Instagram because they saw my album or whatever, and I so I did a show yeah. at this place called The Resident downtown in L.A. And I didn't know. I was like, oh, I was just some little thing. But then I walked in and I was like, oh, this is like a show. Like there was like smoke machines yeah, yeah. and like a perfect sound system. Oh. Like, Holy shit. You know, but that was my really my one show other than like doing my show in Edinburgh. But at, in that show, I was I was improvising most of the songs. So, yeah, that's really cool. I, I like the idea of the I, I when I was in college, like so. So because I was in bands and writing songs was like the thing I I, I'm, I was never a great musician and I can't uh, sing. But writing songs I could always do back then. And yeah. so in college, my like fun party trick was I would play and I would like improvise funny songs about the party we're at or the people we're at and stuff like that. Yeah. And they would always get really weird or gross or like creepy or yeah. something. But yeah. like it was really fun and no one else. I mean, even people who were like way better, like people would somebody would have the guitar and play like a perfect Dave Matthews song or whatever the fuck but it was yeah. more impressive the lazy shit mm. I was doing you know no, yeah. and so I, I find that really interesting I think that's really cool it is it is and you what's know? cool about it is it's because I've been doing some zoom shows where I improvise songs but this is why I miss live entertainment so much because it's like yeah most of the energy yeah it's like not I'm not gonna say an energy vampire thing but most of the energy that made the song was of the room like it felt yes. like we were all making it together you know so, I miss. Oh, I miss 100%. It a That's a, <laughs> sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. I just can't. I I'll do I've done a lot of Zoom shows and I'll I'll do them until you know they're they we don't have to no more. But yeah. I I feed so much off of yeah. the crowd. I'll do them. That yeah. I I just feel like I'm dying. I feel like I'm bombing but even I, when it's going fine for a know, Zoom it show, just you know. Feels like cuz there's no feedback, so you don't yeah. know because the feedback and kind other of like people, it's like you're gardening yeah. your set while it's happening. You're like, oh, they want me to go in mm-hmm. this direction and over here. Like you can tell what they want, yeah. sort of. I don't know. Also, yeah. as a other viewer, people are great. Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, Reem. Oh, I was just saying. Also, as a viewer, I, I can't get into like live streams of music yeah. or comedy. I've tried watching, and it's just I don't the same that same disconnect going the other way. Where yeah, you... I can do music. I I like that's the thing I've really enjoyed about, about this you know this horrible pandemic where we're all at, is uh, the amount of bands and musicians who've been doing these fun like live streams. Uh, I think that's been kind of fun to see because music is a different thing and it's not. Maybe the musicians fucked you know having feelings like you were talking about Rena, but like I enjoy that. It's just like to me, it's like watching a YouTube video of like a live performance or something like that. Well, yeah, I mean, it depends um, less on the feedback. Yeah, the song is like pre-established. Well, it is like, true that comedy is really this like living organic yeah. thing that like changes. Yeah. I don't know. And yeah. uh, music uh, makes the people come together. Thank you. Isn't that Madonna? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is she from Montreal? No, she's from no. London. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Uh, London, Ontario. I Leonard gotcha. Cohen's from Montreal. Uh, That's the one. No oh. shit. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. R. R. He's great. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good. Uh, who's your favorite? A lot of good uh, metal bands out of Canada too these days. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Are you a big metalhead? <laughs> Not me. No. You <laughs> no. like who? Who's your favorite Canadian band? Canadian like suit group. I mean, well, Leonard Cohen would have been the top, yeah. but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, Bare Naked Ladies, solid. I mean, I'm not going to say I love like the Bare Naked Ladies, but they're just I like, like 
They're very they're positive. They make me yeah. feel happy when I hear them. You know? I listened to them just last week. Rock Spectacle, that album. Uh-huh. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. It's like a a bunch of uh, live, uh, whatever you call them, like songs from live shows Pl- from like '94 yeah. or something. Plus, they were always. There's also a- some funny stuff like out of Canada that Americans haven't heard of, like this guy Kim Mitchell, <laughs> oh, yeah? who has a song called "Might as Well Go for a Soda." That like okay. everyone again knows. That's fun. <laughs> and it's kind of like a very pacifist song. That's pretty funny if you look it up. I will say, do you you ever go ahead, Dream? I, I will say the uh, bare naked ladies also made great. Uh, I love the '90s panelists on VH1. Yeah, mm. they were fun. Yeah, they, I I don't I have no issues with them. I know that people like the whatever Razm or whatever, but they're one of those bands. I feel like I. I feel like I really like music like this where, like, they had, like, eight albums out and yeah. were, like, already, like, well-known. And then they accidentally had a hit song and then people were like, ooh, look at these fucking idiot one-hit wonders. And it's like, well, fuck you, man. We're, like, oh, well, there's, like, 19 of us. We're, like, a real band. Yeah, they have a million uh, dollars. Yes, right? <laughs> uh, they, yeah, I uh, I got into, a couple years ago, I got into uh, Gord Downey, the lead singer of The Tragically Hip, you know? Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I got into his solo albums, which came out like fifteen years ago or something. And yeah. you know, so like, there's two albums that I really listen to like crazy. And then he he passed away while I was like really into his stuff. So I felt like I was going through a very different experience than most people, especially Canadians, because they all lost the lead singer of the Tragically Hip, and right. I lost the lead singer of this singer songwriter album I really enjoyed. You know, right? Like it was such a different experience. You know, it's mm. like. It's like I like Ringo. I like Ringo's solo stuff. I didn't know he was in the Beatles also, you know? Right, 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 right. Um, all right. Well, this has been all right. Uh, <laughs> now, where have you Thanks. I'm going to I'm going to throw some shit at you. I am very interested in your in your uh pandemic experience. I think that's so great that you got to out of a bad living situation into being alone, you know, getting to not have to worry about where the people you're living with are going and stuff. Yeah. Um, you uh when you were growing up, I'm going to ask you, you did uh, fucking video games? You ever fuck with video games? Okay, my parents wouldn't buy us a console. Sure. We were allowed to play the, the Game Boy stuff in the car on long oh, car rides. That's, that's polite. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys suck I, at I it? I like that you approach. you were only allowed to do it in the cars? I just, I always liked, it's like kind of lame, but I don't like like long story games. I like like Tetris or yeah. Yeah. games or like shit like that, you know? Yeah. Or so do you like play racing like, games, like you know. Do you play phone games now? To fall asleep, do I do? Yeah. Sometimes when I want to get my mind off or, or get the fuck off Twitter or whatever, yeah. I'll play mm-hmm. like Bejeweled or like or like Word, you know, like mix yeah. up, find the word letter things, shit like that. I like that. I like that as well. I'm, I've never been able to get into like long. I mean, I have. I've played tons of these long kind of games, but I always gravitate stuff towards stuff that's a little more easier, like that, like a. A, like a, a jeweler, I, I yeah. played Candy Crush for a long time on like my phone Candy and Crush. stuff. You know? That's why I yeah, like. Yeah, and I like yeah. like word, word jumble shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. why I like like older platform games because they are quick and to the point. Too many of the games nowadays, you have to sit through like a fifteen-minute movie before you can yeah. even punch somebody. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> that fucking. They just re-released that Tony uh, uh, Tony Hawk yeah. Pro Skater, and I bought it day one because I'm like, there's no way I'm not going to have fun with this, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. The nostalgic part of my brain remembers some of it. Yeah. You yeah. Know? There's no, like, the. you know what the coolest thing is? The only intro is a really long, it's like a, whatever, a two-minute video of, like, the cast, and it's, like, good video of, like, all these skaters. 
but it's set to fucking Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. So it's just like a fucking kick-ass skate video. <laughs> Uh, so that's I, that's like the kind of shit I like. Uh, okay, what was your favorite movie when you were a kid? Did you have a favorite film? Um, I liked the movie Amadeus. <laughs> no oh, shit. Checks out. This I checks know. out. Stacey, Amadeus. Did you love Amadeus. Yeah. Yeah. That was my wife. I just checked in with my wife. She's been silently sitting mm-hmm. next to me this entire time. Oh, cool. She. Uh, that was one of her favorite movies. Yeah, when big she was a Falco kid, fan. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Rock me, Amadeus. Uh, I have never seen Amadeus. Really? But, yes. And I also didn't, when my wife and I started dating or whatever the fuck, you know, back in the day. And when I first was like, what's your favorite movie? And she said, Amadeus. I'm not kidding. I thought that was Amistad, the yeah. movie about the slave ship. <laughs> That's a huge and so difference. Yeah. I, and she's, no. I literally for years thought my wife's favorite movie was the in- sad ass. Patrick, in your wow. defense, though, the box art for Amadeus, like, leaves a lot to be, uh, you know. Yeah. It, it, it's pretty, doesn't that deal pretty with, plain Jane. Doesn't that deal with Scolari or whatever the fuck? The Scolari brothers? Solari? Scolari country? Solidary? The guy who actually... No. That you knew it, Rena. How did you not help no, me out with that? No, I, I thought you Salami. were talking about Brian Scolaro. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Now on uh Oh my god. What was your fi- what was your go to like uh just straight up musical then growing up? Oh yeah. Every, uh, like every- Broadway musical? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um well I've always loved ragtime and Come on. and cabaret. Yeah, no one likes those answers, Rena. Come on. Like cabaret. Have some fun. You. I mean my dream role was to be Mama and Gypsy. Uh, wasn't Cabaret like the last one that won a shitload of Oscars? Or am I wrong? Uh, you I mean Chicago? Know. I don't think they made a new movie. I don't yeah. think so, yeah. Cabaret is the one with Liza Minnelli. I mean, yeah. yeah. That, when uh, I, it's about Germany right before the war. What was that FX TV show that's about the director guy that made that? Starring yeah. Sam Rockwell? There it is. Yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. That'll ruin a podcast. Was I supposed to say Hamilton? Is that why? <laughs> My dog is barking. Hold on. Oh, I you guys tell. talk about musicals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite musical? Uh, growing up, it was probably uh, Grease, just because uh, my sister Ooh. watched it all the time. So you you just know it top to bottom, you know? Yeah, it's very catchy. Yeah. That's a yeah, very yeah. catchy one. And it wasn't uh, like, I don't know, as a kid, I guess classic Hollywood was like old stuff to me, so I didn't like it as much. So I guess of your more... Yeah. Uh, like your classic, like uh, Music Man or something. Uh, didn't I really... mean, I did, of course, love Les Miserables. Sure, yeah. Les Miserables. You really yeah. gave it all the syllables, didn't you? <laughs> the Miserables. What do you think of the film? That one that came out a couple years ago. I don't like watching musicals on film. I'm kind okay. of a snob that way. Sure. What I don't about think a, it? Translates. <laughs> what about a film of the musical? Yeah, I don't think it. It just upsets really? me. Yeah. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the? Uh, what do you call it? The Into the Woods, the nineteen like eighty eight cast, the PBS recording. No, it's I, saw... I don't. I don't know. I don't have that same pedigree. I got into musicals in the last like five years, uh-huh. but I think that is gorgeous. It, it's. I mean, I think it's real done really well. It's like Bernadette mm-hmm. Peters and all I these love Bernadette people. Peters. Yeah. it's on oh, YouTube yeah. for free, and I think it does it really well. 
uh, as opposed to some others. Like even like I just watched the Hamilton one. I, it's fine, but it's I don't know. I feel like live is the way to see it. That just shit, ups- you know? it just I tried to watch the Hamilton and it just made me sad about Broadway being shut down. I just like yeah. I, it was too it's too close right now to watch live stuff on camera. It's like yeah. great, this is we're like trapped. You and know. that's creepy too because that is I, I, Hamilton had so much into it because it's like it's obviously it's historical. You know, it's got this whole like progressive lean bent you know but then also that was shot like in 2016 before the election or right. right around the election so then it's like kind of like none of you fuckers even no. know how bad it's gonna get you know <laughs> like, that's what i think hamilton was shot faces way before 2016 yeah yeah he was shot in uh, uh waukegan or wherever <laughs> yeah. the fuck back in the uh, early 1800s i <laughs> i uh, <laughs> fuck you <laughs> the uh i uh I'm interested in uh, they're doing a uh, into the no in the heights. They made that oh, yeah. into a movie musical, and I'm interested in what that's gonna be like. Where they you know like a Greece type situation. Right. I never saw in the heights, so I don't know. Yeah. I know that was his first one. Yeah. They're also I enjoy making that. they're shooting one with no audience of this musical about Princess Diana for like Netflix Whoa, really? or something. Yeah. Candle in the wind. I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, it's good. My sister's friend is in it. She says she's heard good things. I have no idea. Wow, that's great. I've never, yeah. Uh, The last musical I got to see live was Beetlejuice, and I had a good time. Uh, Frozen. You saw Frozen? Yeah, Yeah, and it was awesome. Frozen. I have still never seen the movie. I've only heard the songs once or twice. Songs are good. I mean, you might as well watch it if you got Disney Plus. It's. Yeah. You know? Were you into the Disney musicals, Rena? Uh, not. I mean, I knew all the songs. Well, you know, yeah. when what? I was little, I loved the Little yeah. Mermaid. That, that was your go-to, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Little Mermaid. Yeah. That's yeah. arguably the yeah. best. It's very good. I love all it's the. Great. I love the music on that one. <laughs> yeah, it, it although was, they're it, all terrible from a feminist perspective. Oh, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn the man! They're all yeah. Well, she gives up her voice and her family and her life for a man. You know. For a boy. It's not the best. For a guy named Eric, too. Ugh. Yeah. I know. Come on. I know. Uh, at least Belle, who, what was that guy's name? Gaston? That's some shit you can hang your keys on, you no, know? Gaston, she yeah. ends up with the Beast. Yeah, Did yeah. Oh, yeah. Did even that's have right. a name? Oh, yeah. She falls not. like, I'm not the Beast anymore. I'm Tom or whatever. I <laughs> think I thought Gaston. Oh, yeah. He's Now he's like, I'm Kevin. <laughs> yeah. I'm Bob. <laughs> I think I thought the Beast's name formerly, was Gaston this whole time. The man formerly known as Beast, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm Gary. What's up? And I mean, they're, they're all like, very well written. I mean, yeah. the yeah. Oh, yeah. is very well written. It's very it helped, good. It helps yeah, you ignore the Stockholm favorite. Syndrome. Yeah. Of Beauty yeah. and the Beast, you There's know? A, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's fun. Uh, was there ever a musical that you didn't, that you really wanted to, what you were, I'm sorry, right before my dog started going crazy, you mentioned uh, your dream role or whatever. What was that in? My dream role was to play Mama in Gypsy. Okay. Hmm. Now you and Liza Minnelli was in what? Uh, cabaret. She's in the, the movie mo- version of Cabaret. Yeah. Okay. And is is Cabaret the story of a guy and her? It's like a guy and her. I mean, yes, but the, he's. I think he's gay. I feel so. like yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like when I saw so when I first moved to New York and first started walking dogs, uh, Alan Cumming and I think Emma Stone were playing Cabaret on Broadway, hmm. oh, and I remember I walked so a dog upsetting. by the theater every day where they had just this like gigantic 
portrait of the two of them together, and I just always was like, I wonder what the fuck that story is because I never yeah. seen Cabaret. Cabaret so I was like, what is dark? It's, what it's is about Alan Germany Cumming right or? before World War Two. Oh, like, really? And there, she's working at like bi- like a uh, burlesque place. Yeah. Um, Good economy so though. It's the impend- It's about impending doom. Pretty much. Oh sure. At least their economy. Sorry, but was it's fun. Strong. I I mean I would have wanted to play that role, but I wasn't enough. I'm not enough of a dancer. I'd have to yeah. really push the dance skills to do yeah. that one. Hey, there's time. Start t- watching but I YouTube. Did. Start when I was a, I was also a lounge singer back in the day, and I used to sing. What does that mean? Tonight. What does that mean? Well, there's like a piano bar in Old Montreal that I used to sing at, like. <laughs> Yeah. Act. Do you do you understand when you hear these things back why a book about your life would be kind of interesting? <laughs> you know, yeah, I used to be a lounge so. singer in old Montreal. Was <laughs> it was great. That's honestly that I miss more than almost anything. Were you just like going one of those singing for three hours and just you, whatever? It's like that kids in the hall character where it's like, uh, <laughs> what's that? Well, ah, fuck, uh, Steve. What's his name? Ah, fuck. One of the kids in the hall has that lounge act uh, character that's very good. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember well, his name, but I know who you're talking about. I feel like that's your life. I've decided now that that's the yeah, experience you Yeah, it's had. all very fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, goddamn. Okay, so we're, we're getting good on time here. This has obviously been uh, what we like to call in the business uh-huh. a big success. Uh, <laughs> where? Okay, so... Growing up, we like to always talk about snacks on this kind of thing. Are mm-hmm. you a big snacks fan? Are you salty? Are you sweet? Are you sugar? I'm salt. Yeah. Salt. Okay. Pickles. There it is. Yeah. Pickles. Nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, What's the best brand well, of pickles? Also, yeah. okay, the best brand of pickles was Strubs, but they shut down. So Whoa. I guess now it's Mrs. White. What about Mrs. Vlasic? White bought them. Where does Vlasic Vlasic okay, fit in there? Not I mean, as good. fine. I, I don't know what to tell you. What are the uh, ones that snap? That's like... The like the yellow ones, like yeah. the ones that have like dye in them. Ugh. Ooh, I love them. <laughs> it's like bits or something. I love dye. There's also um, okay. There's another snack that I never realized was only a Canadian thing recently. Which ooh, is, what is this? It's pizza pockets, and they are not hot pockets. Yeah. Okay. And I couldn't believe. I was like, "Come on, pizza pockets!" You don't remember the commercial? And everyone looked at me like I was insane. Yeah. <laughs> I that's just kept I'm gonna, singing I'm, the song. Like <laughs> I'm googling it. Oh, they're like little triangles. They're so wait. good. They're pocket. They, they're a pocket of. They're pizza. like calzones. And it's kind of like there's like a no because it's better because it's like this like yeah. molten lava inside that's like we used to have little mush. They used to have these pizza pockets at uh, my little league. Growing up, and oh, yeah. they're they're basically like a giant uh, pizza roll, but uh, pocket size. Oh, cool, you know. This is like a pocket. Yeah, it looks almost like a hockey puck. Yeah. Oh well, that makes sense. You know, that's branding for your country. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to see the actual. I'm googling it, but apparently there's a lot. Yeah. Pizza of pockets. Pizza, Look up pockets. pizza pockets Canada. That's what I just searched. McCain. So McCain. 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 Yeah. Now that's funny that it's not in America because I'm pretty sure McCain makes French fries. That yeah, I buy. it's really weird to me that it never came to America. So and the re- commercial in the '90s was like very. I think Hot Pockets like one of those. Uh, had a big enough market share that everybody was like, "We're not trying to push yeah. in." Because I mean, the pepperoni pizza Hot Pocket, uh, you can get like 40 of those at Costco. Yeah, yeah. This does look very good though. They're just not as good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> one, for sure. Do you like? Like if it's you cook snack. this, it's snack. Like, that's a oh, snack okay. food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they also had bigger ones that came out after that looked more like a calzone. Yeah. Um, it's, it looks very good. There's a thing, like a very New York thing, where it's like the, um, what are they called? They're Jamaican beef patties? Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking yep. about? 
those those are a thing that I never saw until I was 26 and moved to New York. I never right. saw the idea of a beef patty like that. And now it's like I don't eat them. I don't eat meat, but like I see them at every restaurant. Yeah. Everywhere has. Them. I like. And I always They're find like that a, interesting. Those are a good cheap meal on the go. Mm-hmm. They yeah, have a similar yeah. thing in Scotland, actually. Like haggis, these, like, little meat pies. Oh god, haggis oh. is so gross. <laughs> I like the places oh. with creative empanadas. Yes, yeah. You can put anything in an empanada. That's yeah. true. Our coffee shop, uh, the, we had a coffee shop I talked about on the podcast before, Rena, that they tried to open like two they opened like two weeks before the world shut down and then they were not allowed to open for be open for two months or three months. Then they opened back up and now that's like the only place we go. So like we spend like fifty bucks there a day. Okay. And they just started doing empanadas and they have a pizza one that's cheese and pizza sauce. That mm. has been out every time I've gone, and I'm so excited to get it. <laughs> and get then, there early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, goddamn. Okay, so is there anything that's you? We, we talked about these pizza pockets that are strictly Canada. Is there yeah. anything that's strictly Montreal that you like when you go home? When you do get to go There's back, so many things that the you food, grab. The food there. I mean, I know everybody probably says this about their hometown, but like the food in Montreal is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, better yeah. than here. Well, it's, yes. is it is it French food? Is it um, it's like all a, kinds. Canadian cuisine? There's, there's really good Jewish delis. Right. Sure. Really sure. good. Um, there's, yeah, obviously poutine. You can't get anything that rivals Ugh. the kind you can get there. It just doesn't taste yeah, the same. Yeah. You know? There's good, like, Polish food, Australian oh, yeah. meat pies. There's really everything. It's a very... Oh, and also, of course, the Middle Eastern food is incredible. Sure. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So they, it just feels like such a nice hub. It's got so much, you know. It's so good. That, ugh, I miss the pickled turnips. Mm. You love pickles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. Uh, got anything? Okay. Well, hey, that's this is the show. You've been fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, the Thanks. listeners. Thanks for having me. Thank you for doing it, and thank you for putting up with my dog when he started barking. Uh, very scared me. You know, we're in New York. Who knows when the NYPD is about to bust down your door. I thought that was them who rung it. <laughs> Me too. I thought it was us, and I was like, well, good thing my wife's in there first. Uh, now, the listeners, the RNFers, our fans, they love you. They think you're fantastic. They're on board. Tell them where they can find you on the internet, where they can find your shit. Maybe that writing stuff you're talking about doing. Uh, right. Yeah. Where can, they, where can they get you? I think the best way is just follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's just yeah. at Rena Hundred. I mean, I, I usually put out everything there. There's a link to my music album on my Twitter bio or whatever. Sure. Um, that's probably honestly the best place because I always put everything I'm doing in there. I mean, you could try Instagram too, I usually put, but I don't post as much on Instagram. Sure. I don't know why. Fantastic. <laughs> hey, you know what? The world's ending. We can do what That'd we want. That would be the best. And then, like, check out John Old. I mean, all the videos yeah. are still up, uh, you know, if you want to just, like, get out of your tell, head. For tell them what that was because I think that was really wonderful. I really loved what you guys did. That, that was me and my friend Nick and Travis. We just challenged ourselves to make a video a week uh, mm-hmm. for a year. And we got the full year in before the pandemic hit. And then we edited it all into kind of like a pilot, you know, just to very like, nice. see what our tone was. Yeah. And um, they, we kind of developed our own style of just kind of like absurd anti-comedy craziness. Yeah. Like definitely guys, on the weirder side of things. A thing I really liked was like, I, I don't remember when it was because I being good friends with Nick. I was really interested in this stuff. And, you know, you know him. He's a real sad guy, too. So I was like, yeah. can't wait to watch this thing fucking fall apart after <laughs> a week or two. And so once yeah, you guys sure got, felt the same way. Yeah. Once you guys got like two months in. I was I was watching I don't even remember which one it was but I was watching one and I was like you know what I think if it was three different actors in this I still would have been able to tell that this was conceived by you guys oh, that's I feel funny. like you guys kind of got a 
a vibe right away that yeah. felt original, but also felt uh, like that, like it made sense. Like it wasn't, yeah. it, it, I was like, I could see this on TV, but also I think that it, somebody else couldn't redo this exactly the same way. And I, I thought that was really interesting. <laughs> cool. um, yeah. So definitely go check all that stuff out. Yeah. Um, and thank you so much. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me. Goddamn. Goddamn. Keep on Reem, keeping where, on. Where, where can the listeners find you, Reem? Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say, don't look at, at don't look at it like the world is ending, you know? Okay. Just uh, look at it like a new world is being born. There it is. You know what? You know? Nope. Uh-uh. Well, I mean, agree. they're both I the want a same. meteor to hit us. I mean, it has, I keep and trying it will. To, That's math, baby. I keep trying to tweet. I keep trying to figure out what I want to tweet at the... You know those guys that have the hydrogen converter or whatever the fuck that thing is? That big thing in like Stockholm you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah the, the boson the hydro yeah the, oh, what is it called boson layer I want them to spit Higgs boson and see if they can start a chain reaction that'll just blow us all the fuck up I think that would be cool throw a banana peel in it or something just find some way to you know but not Isn't a that week what already happened yeah but I want it to be done but not a week before <laughs> football season Sure, yeah, I want to see uh, Mahomes throw a touchdown. Plus, Man- Mandalorian uh, Season 2 is coming out at the end of October. You know, just there's a lot to look forward to in life. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. That's right. Uh, you can find me at Patrick Hasey. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-S-E, PatrickHasey.com. Uh, if you are in a position to get cash, throw it on our... What? Oh, nothing. Okay. If you're in a position to give us some cash, go to patreon.com. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, give us $5, $10, $35,000, whatever you feel comfortable with. Um, buy a shirt. Tell your friends, be cool, never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an nf You're an mf so, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here. Passerbys, we were one and the same. And in between the Ferris wheel, the deathly swing of love and heel, a wave wide as an eye. But now I'm sitting in a room inside a big impending doom, and it's hard to bear it all. That helps to get me through the day Because that's America Thank God for the brands They always seem to understand They sing to me and tell me I'm not are long, the weeks are short, the dishes are a big cohort, and then why even care? Could just give myself a bath or go out on a nature path or cut 
Welcome to BrainMachineNetwork.com. Wow, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.